to get a Wow, look at that. 5.30. You talk about prompt. This is the prompt Jack and Tracy Yes, show. it is. <laughs> On the nose. Man, 5.30. Right there. Nailed it today. On this Wednesday. And uh, how is everyone? How is Tracy today? We're doing, we're doing great. How are you? I'm good. The dogs, are they okay? They are. They're very quiet this morning. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> I'll put the timer on over here. We'll see how long. Actually, they haven't been bad. I don't They've think. been pretty good lately. Yeah, I, I, I really don't have any complaints about them. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, we have uh, a mixture of sun and clouds today, weather-wise. Your high is going to be 63. It's, oh, it's trying. That's getting better. It's trying. And we are grateful. It's 47 right now, and this is the Jack and Tracy Show, Sunny 101.5. Sunny 101.5 with Tell Me Something Good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. 617. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, Lily Dashener's pre-prom festivities on the night of her senior prom were a little different than most. She was set on visiting the Austin Fire Department all dressed up. Mm-hmm. The night of her senior prom, she wanted to thank the department, get a picture there, and share her story with those at Station 2 who weren't there back in the day, and really just to express her gratitude for what they do. This must be some so, story. Wow, oh, the story 18 years ago. Lily was born in cardiac arrest. And that night back in 2003, Captain Brandon Jennings, Captain Ed Roll, and Lieutenant Mike Lamarissi, Firefighter Ed Roberts, they were on the crew on Engine 2 the night she was born and the night that the department says they saved her life. And she says they saved her life. Uh, The firefighters were her first responders that day. And EMS uh, took her to the hospital where she spent her first three weeks of life in the NICU. Well, now a senior in high school, she stopped by Station 2 on Saturday, dressed in her finest attire, Mm -hmm. on her way to the prom. And uh, just the department shared the experience on their Facebook page. They said while she was there, Lily shared stories with the on-duty A-shift crew Uh, of the great love and admiration she had for those who had come out to her home. She told them while growing up, she always wanted to see her fire truck number two driving down the road. And the department was just really touched saying, you know what, many times we never know the impact our actions may have on a family. But on Saturday, we got the privilege to meet one of our greatest success stories. Thank you to Lily and her family for taking the time to share what were surely difficult memories Uh, and for letting us meet a real-life happy ending. So they just wished her the best of luck on her next adventure, adding that the department, along with her fire truck number two, Mm -hmm. will be cheering her on all the way. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) You know, that's a tough job. And, you know, there are definitely not always happy outcomes. And just uh, it, it has to take an emotional toll. And to have her and her family share... You know, just this great moment with the department and what they meant to her. And man, that is definitely a tell me something good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Sunny 
latest Hollywood drama, hookups, deals, and scandal. Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5. All right, 6.55. Any deals and scandal today, Tracy? Always. All <laughs> kinds of scandals all the time. Man. All right, Johnny Depp's defamation trial against Amber Heard continued yesterday. Yeah. Her legal team tried and failed to get the judge to toss the case. Dr. Don Hughes took the stand on Heard's behalf, and Winston really liked this part of the testimony. Yeah. Uh, she disputed everything Depp's psychologist said last week. She said she spent 29 hours assessing Heard before coming to that determination. And she testified that Amber did suffer from PTSD uh, that was caused by her relationship with Mr. Depp. And she said Amber showed no signs of borderline and histrionic personality disorders. Now, the actress is expected to be on the stand next. Mm -hmm. Well, Kim Kardashian turned heads by wearing Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress to the Met Gala on Monday on the 60th anniversary of her death. While she looked great in it after dropping 16 pounds to get into it, yeah. not everybody was pleased to see her in it. Several experts thought Marilyn should have been the only one to wear it. But a representative from Orlando's Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum said Kim took the utmost care of the garment. Remember, I was talking about this yesterday, and they said for her to even try it on. Yeah. There were armed guards that brought it yeah, to her. Yeah, the thing had, the, the dress had armed guards. And you know what? I also read that she only wore it on her walk into the gala. That was it. Mm -hmm. That she actually changed into a replica when she got inside so that delicate dress wouldn't be damaged. So there you go. And as soon as the gala was over, she had an epic cheat day. Now, this story kind of cracks me up. So she had been on a strict <laughs> no-carb, no-sugar diet and for so, three weeks. Yeah, so how did we cheat? So she binged on her favorite little mini donuts in New York City mm -hmm. and Joe's Pizza. Ten pizzas, to be exact, were waiting in her hotel room. Ten? <laughs> Only ten? Only wow. ten, Jack. Okay. Only ten. Wow. She shared that she would wear a sauna suit twice a day and run on the treadmill, adding that she didn't starve herself, but she was so, so strict. Wow. Well, she definitely deserved the cheat day. Yeah. Well, a partial That 70s Show reunion is coming. It's going to take place on the upcoming Netflix series That 90s Show, which is a sequel series to the original. Wilmer Valderrama looks ready for the reunion, shared a video of himself dressed as a fan favorite Fez, complete with tight pants and a shirt with a wide lapel. Mm -hmm. uh, now, that 90s show will follow Leah, the daughter of the main characters from the original series, Eric and Donna, as she spends the summer with her grandparents, Red and Kitty in Wisconsin. Uh, Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp will be returning to the franchise and their original roles as Red and Kitty Foreman. Topher Grace, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, and Laura Pripon will all return for the new series as well. All right. I think that's going to be fun. Yeah, it will be. Well, less than a week after she revealed her husband, Ozzy Osbourne, had contracted COVID-19, Sharon Osbourne says it's spread, COVID has spread throughout their family. Uh, their daughter has it. Sharon has it. The entire household has yeah, it now. Happens. She did say Ozzy was doing much better now. His temperature's gone down. Oh, well, that's good. And uh, he's also coughing less. So 
She says she feels okay while infected with COVID. So glad that uh, Ozzy's doing a little better. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam Asgari, Britney Spears' fiance, sat down for an exclusive interview with Access Hollywood's Mar- Mario Lopez and talked about their engagement. Now, those two, Sam and Brittany, have been together for, I don't know, like seven years. Yeah. And Mario asked him, why was now the right time? And uh, Sam replied, it was the right time four years ago. It's way overdue. Uh, he popped the question last September. And he is keeping mum on the details about their special private moment. Yeah, but, but we'll t- find out, don't you He worry. told Mario that he <laughs> made sure it was just perfect. He said it was very extravagant. It was surprising. He did it in the best way possible. He said some things you have to keep between us. But he did reveal that he proposed when it was just he and Brittany alone, though their dogs were also in the room. Oh, yeah. So uh, Sam also told Mario that he and Brittany have not found out the sex of their baby-to-be. He said that's up to his future wife, but he really doesn't want to. He wants to wait until the birth of the baby to know the sex of the baby. So You know, I I, I respect that. I, I think it's old school, That's what. I, but that's something right. I'd do. I'd do the same thing. I Would you really? Want, yeah, I wouldn't want to know. Oh, see, I totally wanted to know. Yeah, I just... I was in that camp where I just... I wanted, you know, the pink room and bedding and all of yeah. you know i just wanted yeah but i, I totally you, understand i bet the you take, a, I bet you take well. a peek at presents at christmas too don't you no that i don't do <laughs> <laughs> i'm a very complicated person <laughs> okay <laughs> all right ready to do some birthdays <laughs> sure why not hey today's star wars day okay and it is um Catherine Jackson's birthday. Catherine Jackson. Catherine Jackson. Okay, come on, brain. Catherine Jackson. You know who that is, right? I mean, you know who Catherine Jackson is. Boy, Kat, yeah, I do know who that is. You do, right? Sure. If it's the one that we're ta- if we're talking about the same one, um. Like eighty, it's the famous one. Like eighty-five, uh, ninety-two, ninety-two. Yeah, mother okay. of the Jackson family. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I How... guess that would make yeah ninety-two. That to see, I should have known. I should have known better, but I'm. You put me in these corners, and I can't think. <laughs> That's right. I threaten you okay. all the time. Yeah. Uh, Mick Mars. Hmm. Mick Mars. Mick Mars? Mick Mars. Boy, that name sounds familiar, but I really, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll come clean, I don't know. Mick Mars. Maybe I do. Mick Mars. Mick Mars. Maybe I do know who that is. My brain tells me it's a rock star, but I don't know with what band. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say. No, uh, you're right. I'm going to say uh, 65. Well, that was a good guess. 71. Who, Motley who? Crue. Oh, with guitarist. Motley. Yeah, see, I don't, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a little limited on my Motley Crue stuff. But I did, that name did start sinking in a little bit. Okay, next. And Aaron Andrews. Boy, you're making them tough today. I uh, know. Today's a hard day. Aaron Andrews. 
Aaron Andrews. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, Aaron Andrews. I know who you're. Who that is? Sure do. Oh, I I definitely know who Aaron Andrews is. But do I know how old? I'm gonna say 38. That's a uh, she's she's a uh, in spo- uh, sports. Caster, yes, sports sideline reporter. See my brain. See, see this. Let me explain something. Mm-hmm. I know a lot more than you think I do, but but the scan, <laughs> but the scanner on my computer, mm-hmm. my brain is it's slow. It's, it's just because more, there's so much information goes, in there. It's it's overloaded with you know information. How you got right? with the original printers? Maybe you had at home, and how long it used to take to print? A, a, yes, <laughs> there was this long delay. That's what I had. And it's you'd the sit same. there and go, "Is it gonna go? Is it gonna go? Is it gonna go?" <laughs> That's me right there. Sunny one hundred one point five with Jack and Tracy's life hacks. Here at 743. All right. I have another like life hack courtesy of London. My daughter came to the rescue again with another really good one. Isn't that something? I I am a huge baked potato fan. Oh, Are I you, know. Like, I'm you know, too. you make the microwave the potato, nothing easier, nothing yummier. Yeah, it might but, be the best uh, at it. I love those, man. Mm. A great way to uh, serve up your baked potato after you've cooked it. Yeah. You take it out of the microwave or the oven or whatever, and you put a wee little, you use your knife to put a little slice in the top, mm-hmm. a couple inches. You don't, you know, you don't have to, you know, cut it the whole way. Right. And then you take it in your hand and turn it upside down, like slam it on the counter. And then when you pick it back up, it's like perfectly ready to serve with all the pulp soft and oh, ready to eat. Really? And, you wow. know, no. Yeah. That is cool. And I, I'm, I'm dying for a baked potato right now. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you about homemade ice packs. Okay. I guess we all need them. You know, you get a bruise or you, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that needs to be iced down. Uh, well, the homemade ice pack consists of this is what you do you put one part rubbing alcohol to three parts. Uh, water and you Mm -hmm. put it in a Ziploc bag so the reason you do that is because it'll get cold but it won't freeze up so so that way you can manipulate it you know around your (laughs) boo-boo whatever whatever you're you know doing that because you know most of the time you're like it's your ankle or something you're sitting there on a hard exactly you You want it to kind of injured area well you do that and that'll take care of that business one part rubbing alcohol to three parts water in a ziploc bag and you got yourself a homemade ice awesome i'm telling you life hacks are awesome (laughs) jack and tracy's life hacks making life just a little bit easier sunny 101.5 7.55 and it's time for another edition of go figure and i don't have to even ask but I, I can just assume that Tracy's never experienced this. I know I haven't, but I'm pretty sure without even asking you, has, has this ever happened Are you going to put you? me on the spot here? No, I know that hasn't happened to you because it, okay. it, it doesn't happen every day. But it happened to a Connecticut man who had to call wildlife authorities when 
a black bear closed itself inside his mother-in-law's car after searching for food in his truck. Oh, no. Okay, well, first off, they would find all kinds of food in my car. It would be, you know, the bags of stuff yeah, kids right. were eating on the right. way to well, practice. that's probably what really motivated oh, this gosh. one. I'm sure that's what motivated this one. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> Cody, uh, Cody Gelati said he noticed the lights were on on his mother-in-law's car outside the family Cornwall home. Mm-hmm. And when he opened... No, and when he went outside, he discovered the door to uh, his truck was open and his daughter's car seat was on the ground. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Hmm, what's going on here? I think he he opened it up and there was no food in my truck. There was an empty McDonald's bag there. There you go. Yep, yep. And a couple of other things in her car. So I think he kind of just moved things around my seat looking for stuff. Couldn't find anything, and then left and went into my mother-in-law's car to, in, you know, inspect that thing. <laughs> you know, it, cover all the bases. It's, it's a you numbers know? game. I'm bound to find. <laughs> Gelati contacted the uh, Connecticut Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, which dispatched an environmental uh, conservation police officer to the home. Gelati said they used a rope to open the car door. From a safe distance, yeah. What, the, what, what, what is well, when it comes to a bear? What, what, what is a safe distance? Exactly. <laughs> you know, those things are oh fast gosh. too. Exactly. I wouldn't even want to be on the same street. Uh, and an officer fired off a beanbag around to get get it to flee the area. It was really, really scared when we got it close to it. I'm sure it, it's yeah. this is a big thing. It was almost like a deer in headlights. It was stunned, Giolotti said. He said damage to the inside of his truck was minimal, but the interior of his mother-in-law's car was destroyed. Oh, no. Giolotti said he definitely let loose in there. What what is that now? What exactly does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I can think of a couple (laughs) different. Well, you just paint the picture. Oh, just keep that to myself. You just keep that to yourself and just, oh, and man. just say to yourself, go figure. Okay? <laughs>